Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. I'm going to share with you some recent experiences that I have had in the metaverse. And you may be wondering, what does this have to do with my intention for this month of having the healthy, wealthy you? Well, pretty much everything. The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse, is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. I'm going to start a little bit further back and just explain that I am not an athlete. I have never been particularly athletic. I was usually, with the exception of volleyball, I was usually the last person picked on the team in gym. I never played any extracurricular sports. My sister lettered in track. I lettered in theater. <laughs> that was pretty much where you could find me after school was singing in the choir or in theater. I was always pretty chubby. And that was like me my whole life. So I started working out for the very first time in my early 20s. Now, to be fair, I did a lot of dancing at gay bars throughout college. So you could catch me dancing like two to three hours a night. And I just didn't know it was exercise, right? But, you know, yes, you can work up a sweat. But I certainly never did anything involving organized exercise. And I've really had a struggle my entire life with exercise. I started an inconsistent, but I'll say consistent because I've now been doing it literally for like 30 years, a yoga practice when I was in my 20s. And that actually has helped me immensely. It was one of my first spiritual tools long before my spiritual awakening, and it really helped me get in touch with my breath, get in touch with my body, get in touch with my intentions. You know, the first time somebody said to me, namaste, which means the God in me meets, uh, greets, excuse me, the God in me greets the God in you. Okay, no, I just realized that's om swastiastu. Sorry, I'm getting my Balinese mixed up. When you say to somebody om swastiastu in Balinese, you are saying the God in me greets the God in you. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. When you say namaste to somebody, you're basically saying peace to you. And so when you have this peace to you, the first time somebody said that to me and I said it back to them, I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And it kind of made me feel calm and peaceful. And I've never been somebody to have a lot of anxiety, but I have been through times that were very anxiety filled for me. You know, after 9-11, for example, I went through a period of depression and having a yoga practice really helped me with all of that. But I still never liked it. Like I never appreciated it, except at the end of every yoga session, I had an instructor who would say, stand and feel the effects of the practice. Well, that was the one moment that I always loved was afterwards feeling the effects of the practice and really feeling like I could feel my heart rate. I could feel this moving through my body of, you know, having been energized. As I got older, I began to feel, you know, how like my neck ached, my back ached, my knees ached, and then I would get to the end of my sun salutation routine and everything stopped hurting. 
And so I literally told myself and agreed with myself that my yoga practice was stretching my body and therefore stretching my mind. And that's why I was doing it. So that was kind of the way I got into that being okay. But again, never really enjoyed it. Then a couple of years ago, probably about two years ago, in the middle of COVID, I did 75 hard. And if you're not familiar with this, it's 75 days where you commit to a particular set of practices. You drink a gallon of water a day. I'm going to try to remember them all. You have to take a selfie of every day. You have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes each. And one of them has to be outside rain or shine or snow or whatever. And then you have to read 10 pages a day from like some kind of a spiritual or self-help book, which actually I talked about in an earlier episode this month, working out at the spiritual gym. I totally agree with that one. I think that reading 10 pages a day from a spiritual book is like super, super important. Oh, and then you have to follow some kind of particular diet, whatever you want. And for me, no flour, no sugar is always my go-to when I'm choosing to be on some kind of a diet program. And I really felt like for me that 75 hard was doable. And I did it. I did it for 74 days. And then I didn't do it the last day because it was my girlfriend's birthday. And I wanted to have champagne with her in the morning. Oh, and you don't drink alcohol the whole time. I wanted to have champagne with her that morning. So I just said, all right, I'm going to do 74 hard instead of 75 hard. And I felt like that was my completion. And that one then being with her on her birthday was my reward. And so that's what I chose. And I did those two workouts a day. Uh, Now, usually I would do some kind of like you know, strength training or, you know, cycling or rollerblading. And then for the second one, I would walk. Our dog was alive at the time. And so I would take her for, you know, like the first mile and then I would drop her at the house and just keep going until my 45 minutes was over. And I found that I was often doing that second walk at like 10 o'clock at night and it was very peaceful, but it certainly wasn't something that I wanted to consistently do When 75 hard was over, I went back to two days a week exercising, three days a week exercising, two weeks forgetting to exercise, then exercising again. I mean, that's, again, inconsistency. Well, at Christmas, I asked for and received from Sansa an Oculus, or as it's called now, a MetaQuest 2. But it was an Oculus. I think Meta bought Oculus so now it's a Meta Quest 2 is the current level. And look, they're not cheap. I looked online afterwards. I thought they were a couple hundred dollars and maybe the earlier versions are, but these are like 400 to $500, depending on the, the size of the memory that you get. And I guess that means allowing, you know, more apps to be downloaded. There are only two apps so far that I downloaded that I care about. And I'm going to talk to you about those two apps today. Because for me, they are rocking my world and changing my life already. And I'll tell you the first way I know that they're changing my life. I've been doing them consistently since the day I picked up my Oculus. And they're a joy for me. Every day I want to do them and I want to do them more. I have enjoyed them so immensely that I worked out twice yesterday. 
I did a meditation, a 20, 25 minute meditation yesterday. I am already looking forward to my second workout today. And I have nobody saying to me, you know, oh, there's this like particular goal and that's why I'm doing it. It doesn't have anything to do with that. I am simply in love with these apps. And I want to share them with you because the metaverse aspect of them has been so surprising and so crazy enjoyable. So the first app, and I'm going to say up front, I purchased these. Nobody gifted them to me. These companies have never heard of me. I'm not talking about them and touting them because I'm getting anything. This is just what I have personally been enjoying and why, and I'm sharing them with you because I always like to talk about the stuff that I love. So the first app is called Trip, T-R-I-P-P. And the second app is called Supernatural. And a Trip is basically an app that I would say prior to the metaverse, you would have had to have been on mushrooms or acid in order to appreciate because the concept of this is this full 360 degree view, right? (laughs) Although it's the metaverse, really, I think you might get 365 degrees. Anyway, it wraps around your head completely. The sky looks like the sky, the ground looks like the ground. And this is true of everything in the metaverse. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this, that you've never even stepped foot in the metaverse. So I'm going to explain it to you in a way that is, if you spend an hour a day in the metaverse already, then you're going to be like some of the stuff I already know. But when you go in there and you're wearing the headset, you basically are fully immersed. Like it looks like the world. And trip. I have not fully explored it yet, but there there are meditations that you can do. There are stuff to help you go to sleep. There's stuff to help you bring a sense of calmness, happiness, peace, awe. Those are some of the words that I've seen used. And the whole program is absolutely beautiful, but it uses a lot of sacred geometry. It uses a lot of geometrical designs. You can actually upload your own pictures into it at the end of a lot of the programs. They show you individual images of pictures. So for example, if you're the kind of person who does vision boards, you could upload pictures that were your visions or pets or loved ones. You could upload those pictures and they get incorporated in. Like I spent 15 minutes sitting inside of a crystal garden, which had these giant macrame hangings that were hanging like 40 feet in the air and spinning around. And then these crystals inside were like 10 feet tall and they were just spinning. And I was sitting on a bed of crystals. And then when I finished with the particular level that I was on and it took me to the next level, it did so by rising me up through the atmosphere and into the next scenario. I ended up in this beautiful rainforest with the aurora borealis flying overhead and just really, really stunning stuff. And all of the environments inside of Trip are 3D. I want to say they're slightly cartoonish looking, but I mean, really, relatively speaking, like what they can do with a 3D fern these days is pretty impressive. So it was absolutely beautiful. And then you can pick like a male meditation voice or a female meditation voice, and they guide you. And they say these really 
lovely things like, you know, learning to navigate through, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but learning to navigate through the gaps and obstacles is going to help you in every level of your life. And I agree with stuff like that. So from a mindset perspective, they're also adding in this level of mindset training that I think is very powerful. The way that you control the movement of the image and trip, like when you're doing like the game levels is with your head, like your face moves a little tiny bit and it guides the icons as they move around the screen. And what I've seen from trip that I really love is a lot of flow and flow is something that a lot of times we're missing in our lives. So the idea of having that flow and to feel like you're going from thing to thing to thing, that everything is really beautiful and you're living inside of this gorgeous environment and gorgeous atmosphere is just absolutely lovely. So I want to encourage you to try that one for yourself. And then the other app that I have just fallen madly in love with is called Supernatural. And I just tried the meditation and Supernatural for the first time today. And it's a very different experience than trip. And in general, it's weird because it's like, well, you're going to go in the metaverse to meditate, but then you're inside of this gorgeous environment. And when you close your eyes, you can't see any of it. So I've actually been keeping my eyes open. And of course, there are different types of meditation. Some of them are open eye meditation. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I just did my first meditation inside of there today. I was inside of an absolutely stunning desert. What differentiates Supernatural is that all of the environments are photorealistic. And I believe they're actually photographed. So you work with a personal coach or trainer and it's like boxing or there are these like the controllers turn into bats and they're black and white. So it tells you like an obstacle that comes at you, you bat it away with a black bat. When it's a white one, you bat it away with the white one. But from an exercise perspective, it's a full body workout or an upper body or a lower body, depending on how you target it. But they just throw you into these absolutely stunning environments. And ironically, because I'm about to do my 29th trip to Egypt, like my third workout, the trainer was like, we're here at the Temple of Horus in Edfu. And I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my gosh, because I was just there two months ago. And it was the full immersive environment to the point where I have stood at Edfu so many times. I've stood outside of the front of the temple. And to just walk around in that space, I mean, I was there like I was actually there. And so that's beautiful. I did another session this morning that took place somewhere on the Great Wall of China. And then I did another one that was like, somewhere in Denali and you know there was a beach in South Africa and every one of the environments is absolutely stunning and even when supernatural launches like i think it's the french alps that's in their intro sequence and so every morning as i'm getting ready to start my workout i look over my left shoulder and i have sunrise in the french alps as if i were maria von trapp about to burst into the sound of music and it's just glorious so you start with that as a basic background but you know like i said i've never been an athlete but the athletics in there just for me they work really really well now My son-in-law is a personal trainer and he was already getting into this and thinking it was just so beautiful. My daughter is somebody who gets super dizzy when she is like even in real world environments. So the second she put the Oculus, the mask on her face, she was like, oh, I'm a little dizzy. 
my mother who's visiting me from London and who is in her 80s and who has vertigo, she actually did pretty well in the environment. But I just want to say, I'm sure that it's not for everybody. But for me, a non-athlete to have had such joy, the music is like all these different things. I've heard 1980s music. I've heard uh, Dua Lipa and Lady Gaga. I've heard a bunch of hip hop. So some of it I love, some of it I like. It's, you know, you're not going to love everything, but you can pick from like, I don't know, I think there's 150 workouts on there or something right now. You can pick the length. There's a bunch of different coaches. They all stand in front of you like it's just you and them in this gorgeous space. And then the workouts themselves, to me, the ones that I've been choosing, feel like they have so much flow to them. A boxing workout or a workout that is these bats and you're batting the obstacles away, but all in rhythm to music. And and then there's stretching and cool down. There's warm up can do different sequences for those and all of it completely immersive. And it has, for whatever reason, for me, it has given me joy and exercise truly for the first time in my life. Like I committed to myself anyway, I'm now saying this out loud, but I committed to myself. I'm going to do an Oculus workout every day for a whole year because it's that much fun. And I don't see myself getting tired of it. I'm about to travel. I'm going to throw the Oculus, the MetaQuest 2. I'm going to throw it into my bag with the controllers because it just slips in there and it charges itself. And listen, my cousin wants me to come shoot zombies with him in the metaverse. Sure. I get it. You know, that kind of stuff is fun. My nephew got the Oculus set up for me while he was visiting. He's 15. Um, So I gave him Resident Evil 4 because that was what came with the Oculus. I couldn't be less interested in something like that. But for the purposes of expanding my mind and expanding my physical abilities to work out, there's so much beauty and so much power. Last night, I got, I sat down with Trip. And by the way, I put my controllers down and I sat on the ground. I was inside of a night sky environment with the northern lights. And I just sat there and I almost wept with the joy of just being in that environment. Honestly, if I could have just smelled the scent of pine, it would have been like I was really, really there. And then as the meditation continued, it lifted me up out of that environment. And now I was up in the cosmos and I was looking down at the earth and I was looking around around at the cosmos, everywhere I saw, there was another universe. And when I looked down, I could see our planet. And that kind of perspective to me is priceless. That kind of perspective is why I want more women developing apps, because we're not going to be doing this so that we can kill more zombies. Although, you know, I've done that before in the metaverse, and it's actually really fun and a little bit scary. But I believe that there's so much expansion that's possible. And I believe that the more women are thinking in terms of building and creating and developing in the metaverse, the more joy we are going to bring to our planet. It's a way to stay more mindful, believe it or not, even though I recognize the irony of putting an immersive headset on and disappearing from my world for 15 to 30 minutes a day, that 
it's making me more mindful. It's making me more present. It's bringing me more joy. It's keeping me more in flow the rest of the day. And who doesn't want those things when it comes to self-care, when it comes to health as well, these are the kinds of things that will help change your life. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Goddess of Crypto and that you will like, comment, and share this with all of the women in your life, your mothers, your daughters, your sisters, your besties, your wives, your girlfriends, everyone. Until next time, I will see you on Goddess of Crypto. Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege. It's your right.